This gospel message is brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to appreciate God for all the beautiful things. Amen. Amen. I want to thank God for all the testimonies. Surely God is moving. Surely God is moving. He will move for you this morning. In the name of Jesus. No matter your situation, no matter your circumstances, God will move for you. He has said it, he will do it. Shall we pray? Father, we want to say thank you. Thank you for speaking unto us in various ways. Thank you, Lord, for even this moment. Thank you for your words. <clears throat> thank you, O oh God, for your power. Speak to us, O oh God. Speak to us, O oh Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to read from our uncle... Uh, verse for the month, Isaiah 46. Verse 4, please. Yeah, even to your old age, I am he. And even to gray hairs, I will carry you. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I will carry you. I have made you, I have made, and I will bear. Even I will carry and will deliver you. Amen. Divine progression is what we've been looking at this month. Divine progression, and we've been seeing it. And uh, God has been moving. God has been progressing. You know, he's been doing it divinely, like he said. Uh, when you look at if those of you who were around on the witnesses that our pastor shared with us, and by the way, he's not in here today with his wife. They are away to minister somewhere in Inverness. And so in our prayers, we'll remember him <clears throat> and his wife as they travel. But we looked at the whole thing, and then we were looking at, we were looking at it, you know, for those who know figures, arithmetically and geometrically. Uh, you know, we looked at it that way. Those of us who have uh, some challenges with, you know, figures. We, 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 we followed. We followed. We did. You know, but, but then when you look at the whole thing, to you, if you begin to interpret it in your own way, no matter how you want to look at it, you, if you check everybody here, apart from even going to those figures, everyone has interpreted it the way he, best, he or she best understands it. You know, divine progression. And I looked at the whole thing. I said, okay, yeah, they said from, from three, you can jump to nine. And the rest of it, you go on like that and like that. But I see it even more than that. That from three, you can actually, instead of jumping to nine, God can take you to 90. And that from three, instead of jumping to even the 90, God can take you to 900. And so on. Because that's divine. That's divine. And, and you know, the thing with the, the one that is divine is that by the time you do it, you want to start calculating it, you find out that there's no need because you can't get the figures that will fit. The computer, the numbers there will not, will not accommodate what God is doing. Hallelujah. 
And his evidence in, our, in the testimonies this morning. Hallelujah. Look at those testimonies. Hallelujah. Somebody was arrested. Now God came in there and said, set her free. Yeah? Somebody, you know, had his, uh, their visa withdrawn, work permit, you know, so he can't walk. If you're not working, how, how are you going to fit? And he said, okay, we're sorry, please don't go to court. You know what it means for a certain, certain authority. You know, you know, you're sitting there, you know your power, you know your authority. You say, please, 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 let's not go to court. Let's just sort it out of court. Divine progression. This is how I have been able to do it my own way. It's, it's the supernatural, supernatural, divine progression, I said, is the supernatural ability of God applied to your life your ministry, your time, and your circumstance to bring his plans to pass at a much faster rate than is humanly possible. You can't calculate it. it, 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 it you, you just can't calculate it. He, he does it in his own way. People see it and they're like, wow. Truly, it can only be God. That's divine progression. When your father is at work, nothing can stop him. You know, when, when, when God says divine, nothing, no momentum, no, no force, nothing can stop, can stop him. When God is at work in you, nothing, nothing can just stop you. Nothing can stop him. That's divine progression. Divine progression. It's as though, you know, you just lifted, you know, as though you, you, you were lifted by a wave from just where you are, you know, to suddenly to a place and you are like, oh, am I dreaming? Please touch me. Am I dreaming? the grace of God, as the Lord God lives before the end of this month, before the last day of this month, all of us will experience divine progression. In the mighty name of Jesus, God will lift you, you know, suddenly forward into that place of now, into that place of now to fulfill his purpose. Everything that has hindered you, everything that stopped you, this morning when we were praying, our brother led us to pray against hindrances like that. They are hindrances. But God has said, I am going to. You want divine, when he comes, when the, when the hand of God moves, he will lift you. You know, all of those obstacles, all of those hindrances, you won't even see them. Because why, what happens is he lifts you far and above. Far and above. You know, you see a mountain here and you're, you're just wondering, ah, there's even no way to go around it. There's even no, and then suddenly you just find yourself on the other side of it. The children of Israel would not have imagined. Moses was there standing and complaining. This is Red Sea. God, can't you see this? And God said, what is that in your hand? Who would have ever imagined that with just a rod, a sea, you, you, you strike water and the water will part for you. Divine progression. It's only divine progression that can take a beggar to royalty. Divine progression. So I've looked at certain things because this is the time that God says is a month of uh, divine progression. So I've, I've just looked at s- some circumstances, circumstances which you can anticipate divine progression. Circumstances that you can anticipate where you are at the now that, can, that, that will make you to know, look, it's my time. Why God has sent this word is so that I will enjoy divine progression. Number one, when spiritual warfare has hold you back. 
Elijah experienced a powerful victory at the front line of, you know, a spiritual battle. In 1 Kings chapter 19. If you read 1 Kings chapter 19, you will see the battle that Elijah experienced. After he had had that wonderful battle and the rest of it, then Ahab went to tell Jezebel. Then one woman, you can imagine after you've gone through that kind of a battle, and then a woman just came in. A woman, when you have those, 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 those prophets of Baal compared to that woman, and then everything like stopped for him. Everything like stopped. When Jezebel threatened that she was going to retaliate, he ran. Elijah ran in fear. He ran away. And there in that place of apparent failure, there in that place that he was, there in that place that he thought it was all finished, God wasn't even there, God appeared to him. With one, one, just one meal, God said what? He said, go in this strength. And he went for how many days? 40 days. Can you eat one plate of food if you, if you, are not, if you have not deliberately said, I want to fast, and you make effort? I tell you, when, when you fast, you know, three days without eating, you will know you have fasted. Not to talk of going for seven days before you progress to ten. Hallelujah. And this one, they gave him one plate of food. And they say, eat. Go in that strength. How many days did he go? Forty days. That's only divine. Divine progression. The provision of divine progression enabled him to travel like that. The provision of enabled progression will, I mean, the, the provision of divine progression will enable you to travel like that in the name of Jesus. Wherever you, are, you have fought a battle and that, you know, you've just been held back there, the devil is saying, Look, I've stopped here. God is going to lift you over there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you are thinking. It doesn't matter your strength. But because God has said it, He's going to move you there. There are times when the enemy tries to hold you back. He just, you know, you know, you know for sure you are meant to move. And then he's holding you back. This is the now period that God is saying, I will move you forward. I will move you forward. In the mighty name of Jesus. Number two. The second circumstance is when it feels like you've been stuck in a waiting season. It's as if it's a waiting game. You are just stuck there. You are just there. You're wondering what's happening. You, are, you, you know, you, you ever imagine, you just wonder yourself in one waiting room. You're waiting to see a boss. You're waiting to see a manager or somebody. And then you're just sitting there. Nobody is coming to say anything to you. You're just sitting there. You're just wondering. Everybody's just going on with his own business. And you, you are still there. You're just there. Moses is a typical example. Until Moses encountered the presence of God in the burning bush, he felt that way. You know he wanted to do it by his own power. He felt, look, I'm, I'm, I'm the one that has been sent to emancipate these people. But he wanted to do it in his own power. And after the second attempt, when he was confronted, he ran away. When he was confronted, he ran away. But thank God, because when the time came, when the time came for Moses, when his now time came, when his now time came, his waiting season was over. Even though he complained, you know, sometimes it's like that. You've been waiting, you've been, because, but because of the circumstances that you found yourself, then you just said, look, I'm not sure again. 
I'm not sure again. It's not easy. He waited 40 years. For, when those things happened, he was 40. And then 40 years he went before the now time came. And then when it came, he was arguing. He said, can't you see? Number one, I'm a stammerer. He said, okay, we'll sort that out. No, but even at that, I can't go on my own. He said, okay, I give you a PA. But adventure, you are in that place. It is the now time. This is the time for a divine progression. That you thought, oh, I've waited. After you, you know, some of what we have given up, to be honest. And it's, it's, it's only human. We, I know. It's, we, we, I feel it too. You, you, just the way we've, we all feel it, isn't it? You're just there. You said, look, I can't do it anymore. He just said, I can't, I, look, I, I, <laughs> this is not for me. You know, it's, it's one of those kind of, uh, this is not for me. This is not for me. But this is our season of divine progression. It might feel as if you have been there, you've been waiting there for too long. God is saying, I am going to fulfill it. This is the time I'm showing up for you. I will fulfill it. All that we need to do is to trust him. All that we need to do is to just listen to his instruction. All that we need to do is just obey him. Just trust him and he will bring things to pass. He will bring things. He will just set them for us. He will set them. I believe it without any doubt that he will do it. Even from the testimonies today, even from the things that are already happening this month, I know that God is going to move me. I don't know about you, but I know he's going to move Reuben. I know he's going to move Reuben. God will miraculously position you in that place that you never expected in the name of Jesus. Number three, circumstance there. And when you are there, you know, God has, this, these words were sent for you. When you've experienced the destructive consequences of sin, you know, Joel chapter 2 verse 25 says, I will repay you for what? For the years of the locusts have done what? Have eaten. You know, sin is such a terrible thing that, you know, before you know it, the things that you've been expecting, the things that God has said, you know, they are coming to His, they are coming to pass in your life. It just looks as if everything just stopped, and then you're going through it because of sin. You know, because that's the devil dealing with you. Oh, after all, that was why He set that booby trap for you. And then you've come back, you've repented, and it then still looks like as if these things are not going to work. It looks as if, yeah, because the devil has succeeded in bringing delay, causing delay, or making you to even lose certain things, making you to even lose resources, time, and the rest of it. But because he is God, he said, the years, the crops have been destroyed. He said, it is now. You're not only going to recover that, but he, I'm going to give you even more than what you expect in the name of Jesus. So if you are in that place, if you are in that category, if you are in that position that you feel, oh, look, I've been going through this situation because of these sins that I've been involved in. I have good news for you. That's the good news. Our Lord is a redeemer. He has come to redeem you. And he's saying that because Christ paid the price for you and I, said, it's your month of divine progression. It's my month of divine progression. I'm going to move you away from there. In the mighty name of Jesus. Such is the power of grace and forgiveness. That is what we're all looking for. And I thank God because God did not only say, this is our month of divine progression. But he said every, that we should constantly pray for what? Holiness and what? 
healings. Constantly pray for holiness and healing. I plead with you, please, constantly pray for holiness and the healings. Let's pray. Every night when you wake up, oh, Father, forgive me. I know I have if, one thing I know, and I say it to people that I've, I've, I've had a chat with. There's no way you go to that place of prayer. That you're praying, you're worshiping God, and you're praising him. That if you have committed one act of thing that you know it needs forgiveness, that God will not bring it to your prayer, you know, bring it there at that place of prayer. So if we commit ourselves to it and you're praying, God will bring it. All that we need to do is say, Father, forgive me. Forgive me. Sin is a terrible thing. But here God is saying, if you are experiencing any destructive consequence of sin, you will experience divine progression this month in the name of Jesus. Because you have sown, you will reap. Uh, because you have sown there, you will reap multiple. When you, don't sow, when you sow one seed of, uh, of corn, you don't reap just one, one, another seed. You reap a, the whole cup like this. Has, how many? Can you count? So you will reap in the mighty name of Jesus. Number four. Number four. When you have run from or hesitated in God's call, when you have run from God's call, when God has called you, and you decided that, look, even though my name is not Jonah, I will answer Jonah. When you run, Jonah 3, 1, it says, Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. A second time. Jonah did not just hesitate in the call of God upon his life. He ran. He ran from it. You know, some of us, you may not be fortunate that you run from that one and you end up like Jonah. That, well, of course, after three days, you'll be delivered. You may be. Some of, some, you, you, God forbid that in the process of running, you run into a more terrible danger. Because you can be running. And then in the process of running, you know, you're running. You're running away from something good. So if you are running away from something good, a call of God upon your life, then you can be re- you, you, you'll be ready for the worst. Jonah ended up where? He ended up there. He was delivered. You may not have the opportunity to be delivered because God helped him. That God was not insistent that he must be the one. If it were like that of David and Saul, then God would have raised another Jonah somewhere to go. And then the, that Jonah that was meant to carry on that call will remain there in the fish of that shark. May that never be your case. He hesitated, he ran, but God's mercy, God in his infinite mercy organized a sequence of events to set him free. God will set you free. By divine progression, he will show us mercy. He's a merciful God. But when we are crying for mercy, cry for mercy too. You know, because we say these things and it's easier, isn't it? But when the time, the doing time comes, it's difficult for us to do it. But he has said it that this month, this month, I'm ready, I'm willing. That's me. I have said my words. I have released my words. I'm going to do it. And then grace. Those words that he said. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. 
He's the God of a second chance. And even when it feels as though you have missed the opportunity to fulfill his purpose, you know, or to step into your prophetic season, and that, that place of purpose that God has, has called you to, he's still a God of mercy. He will bring you back. He will help you. God will help us. And when you get there, he will grant you divine acceleration. You see, thank God for Jonah. When it happened, he didn't have to start from, you know, a lot of times when you fall from up there spiritually, you struggle to get back there. It, it's a lot of struggle to get back there. But Jonah had it. God just arranged things. He just immediately took him back there. He went there. Those people repented. It would not have been easy. Naturally, it would not have been easy. They're just coming back from the, coming out from that place. Then you think you just want to stick, carry on. I check with the men of God that have fallen. Great men of God, mighty men here now that we're talking about. How it has affected their ministry. How the ministry has just almost like crippled. But God showed mercy. God is going to show his mercy. God is going to show us mercy in the mighty name of Jesus. Are you in that place that you have run away from God? Are you in that place and you are sitting there? You have not said it to anybody. We've just been meeting and bantering. You know, yeah. But you know of a sure. You know for sure, you know, that look, you ran away to Aberdeen. Not because you really want to be in Aberdeen. But you're running away from the call of God upon your life. God is a God of second chance. Hallelujah. God is a God of second chance an opportunity for you to go before him and repent and say lord have mercy upon me so that i will not remain in the belly of that shark for 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 forever just bring me out and set me to that place of purpose in the mighty name of jesus that is for you once his power is unleashed upon you nothing can hold you back once the power of god is unleashed upon you nothing can hold you back number five Number five circumstance that you know oh, divine progression is your way out. When you have been held back by the choices of others. Joseph's family mocked his call. They mocked his call from, uh, you know, from God and conspired to even prevent him from being, for preventing that call from being fulfilled. Yeah? Is he only you? Are you the only one that has ears to hear? For? After all, we have two ears to is it only you that dream? And they conspired. There are malicious choices of others that can send you to places that you don't want to be. Right here, we know it. As you're sitting, malicious, you know, people just conspire against you. Send you to places that, for sure, you know, you, and you'll be wondering. All. And sometimes you just think, oh, those people, it's, it's because they don't like you. It's not them. It's the devil that is using them to, to, to truncate where God is taking you to. But the Lord was with Joseph. The Bible says in Genesis 30, 39 verse 2, it said the Lord was with Joseph. So he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. Hallelujah. That no matter where you are, no matter whether you are there in the prison, the Lord will come and locate you. No matter what they have conspired and said, the, the Lord will just stand there for you. Why? Because he has said it. Joseph's pain was the key to his greatness. In case you're going through pain, 
his own pain was the key to his greatness. And one thing about that, that man's life, you know, you, the more, as you're doing it, he's just there. He was steadfast. No matter how you were dealing with it, no matter the things that he was going through. Like I said all the time, that every time I read about Joseph, I'm always trying to see where he got to that point of, of saying, look, God, I've had enough. Oh, God, I'm tired. God, where are you? Where you can't you see? But his pain, his pain was just that thing that kept moving him to his greatness. And 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 wow, divine talk of divine progression. Check the life of that man. From the pit, they took him. They sold him. Those people took him. They sold him. Took him to where? Egypt. Sold him there. The man was meant to be a servant. He was a master in charge of other servants. You just imagine, you just, they, they, they have sold you as a slave. And then you get to that place and say, oh no, you, there's something special about you. You be in charge of the other ones. People conspired, send him to prison. He was there in prison. He, he did not complain. Say, oh God, why, why, how did I get, I didn't do this thing. You know, God, I didn't do, I didn't. No, he just stayed there and continued to do what God had called him to do. Minister to two people in prison, sent out, when those people were, were you know, left prison, forgot about him. Even when he said, please, when you go out, don't forget me. They forgot about him. Yet the man did not complain. He stayed there. But when his now moment came, when his now moment came, one of the things that we were praying this morning, that in the land that I'm a stranger, Lord, make me a prime minister. A land that he was a stranger, a slave boy, he was made a prime minister. He was giving power. He was, Joseph was giving power, authority over everything. I said, look, don't, everything, I'll give every, I'll just leave everything in your hand. Are you in that place where you feel that you've been held back by the choices of others? Rather than sit down and grumble and mourn. Grumble Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Grumble, grumble from morning, two, four, seven. Rather than grumble, just be focused. Be focused on what God has said to you. His key was greatness. I looked at it. You know, you know you, you, when you look at his life, you just, you just wonder why those people were doing that. His own, your own brothers. I tell you. So if they have done it, big brothers, it's a common thing. We will experience divine progression. Favor. God will favor us everywhere we go. In the mighty name of Jesus. Joseph didn't try to push his own agenda in his life. We saw the consequences of pushing your own agenda, isn't it? The, 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 the playlet we just watched. She walked 120 miles to enter the, 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 the palace of the king. And then to enter, even though, even though an announcement has come that, look, just come as you are. Is that not the situation we find ourselves a lot of times? Just come as you are, and then you want to help God so that you will come in a different, as a different person. You want to help. God has said, just come. He's inviting you, and then you are saying, look, God, from that place to this place is, is such a distance. Let me help myself. He said, walk to me here. And then you're saying, no, I want to use the car from that place to this place. Meanwhile, you don't have the car. He knows why he said, walk from there to this place. You want to help God. May we never find ourselves where... God will pull the plug from us in the mighty name of Jesus. No person and no action by anyone can prevent God's purpose from being fulfilled in our lives. Nothing, nothing except you. You are the only one. 
last week I was discussing with some people, and I said, I said, you know, there are some things that God is saying, I'm doing it. You are saying, no, God. You are crying and say, God, I need you to do this. And then God is saying, okay, it's here. You are, and he said, see my hand. I want to help you. You are, you are hitting the hand away. You are resisting the help. And then we're sitting on one side and crying, oh, God, help me. Meanwhile, he has sent the help and we said we don't want it. May we never find ourselves in that situation in the mighty name of Jesus. And lastly, before we pray, number six, when you are at a place of only a handful of flour and a little oil left. First Kings chapter 17 from verse 12 to 16. A place where all that is in your mind and in your head is, this is going to finish. This is the last one. I will just eat this if brother A or sister A and besides I cannot even go to them because the situation is the same everywhere. So I'm just going to eat this and die. I will just eat this. If it cannot take me 40 days like Elijah, I'll just eat it and die. I don't know if Elijah will come. But I will eat this one. This is all that I have. That is the place. Some of us are in that place. Of Lord, this is all that I have. This is all. Just this flour and this oil. After this, that is me sign off. Until finally I close my eyes. And for some of us, it's a place I say, okay, when it's finished, maybe I just tag on your own. My own faith cannot take me. My faith can't take me through. I will just tag on Brother Solomon's faith or tag on Tunde's faith. Maybe the two of them combined together, their faith can't carry me because the situation is all the same. There's, it's, it's recession everywhere. God is saying that if you are in that position, this is your month of divine progression. That not only will that flower, you know, not only will that flower do for three, but it will do and do and do. Not only will that oil be sufficient for just that little flour, but you will have the oil until you see, I don't have more containers to keep the oil. In the mighty name of Jesus. He has promised not to leave us or forsake us. Yes. I hear you say that but I have been waiting. Oh, some of us have been there, we've said it. But he has his promise. He said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. I will still come. I will come. I will come through. Just when he will make that great impact is when he will come. It might look like the end of the road. It might look like the end of the road to you. But I have this message for you. I have this word for you. In Numbers 23 verse 19, I will read from the NLT translation. Numbers 23:19. He said, God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he spoken and failed to act? Has he promised and not carried it through? He has promised. He will carry it through. He has promised. He will carry it through. In the mighty name of Jesus. He said, even to your old age, I am he. And to your, even to your gray hairs, I will carry you. I have made and I will bear. Even I will deliver you. It is him that has created you. It's only him that has the manual that has created you. 
It is him that has made you. It's only him that has the manual. The formula for Coca-Cola is only with Coca-Cola. What makes Mercedes what Mercedes is, is because the design and everything of Mercedes is with Mercedes-Benz. Don't go to another maker and say, give me that spare part. It will not fit into your spare part. Come back to the one that designed you. And he has all this paper. He has all that he needs to put. And if he has said, this is your month of divine progression, I assure you, this is surely your month of divine progression. We will all progress. We will all get there. In the mighty name of Jesus. Desire it with determination. Desire it with determination. God will take us through. God will fulfill his words in our lives in the name of Jesus. Rise up with me and let us pray, please. As we begin to pray, I want us to open our hearts unto the Lord. I want us to open our hearts to him. You know, it's, it's, you know sometimes things happen, but we are not partakers because we just feel, look, I've always expected it. It never happened to me. This morning, there was a testimony you know, after the, 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 the workers meeting, while we were praying, I, and we said, because God has said that every, you know, we should pray for healings and what, and for holiness. He is going to do it. And then the sister came to me and said, look, as we were praying, that she came in with heavy, massive headache. She could not just like move her head. But as we started to pray, she just felt something move and it took away that, that headache. I don't know what you have come here with today, but I wanted to just open your mind. I just want you to open your mind. We're in the presence of God. If he has said we should pray for it, he will give it to us. If he has said every, every meeting, every gathering, whether in, in you know, house fellowships, wherever we meet, that we should expect healings, we should expect deliverance, and we should pray for holiness, he will do it. I want us to begin to pray. I want us to cry unto the Father and say, Father, just carry me. Lord, carry me in your hands. Carry me, carry me. Lord, carry me, carry me. That's my heart cry. Lord, carry me. Carry me. Carry me. Lord, I don't have the strength to go. I don't have the strength to do. I don't have even the power. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the understanding to go about it. But Lord, I, I submit myself into your hands. Carry me, O oh Lord. Carry me, O oh Lord. Father, carry me. Carry me through. Take me through, O oh God. Wherever you want to take me. Father, I just submit myself into your hands. Lord, carry me. Please, Lord, carry me. Carry me. You have promised the Lord you will carry me. Father, please carry me. Carry me, O God. Carry me. Carry me, Lord. Carry me, Lord. Doesn't matter how heavy you are, but when the Lord comes to carry, he will carry. Cry unto him, carry me. Lord, carry me. When the Lord carries you, when it is the Lord that has carried you, he will take you all the way. You will not need to burn any energy. You will not need to burn your resources. It is the Lord that will carry you through. You will not need to suffer. You will not need to go through, you know, tribulations. It's the Lord that is carrying you. Cry unto the Lord. Lord, carry me. Lord, carry me. Carry me. Carry me in your hands. Father, you said you will carry me. Father, carry me. Carry me. Carry me. Lord, carry me. When the Lord carries you in his hands, all the baggage, all the excesses that you are not supposed to carry, 
you know, they just drop. They disappear. Everything that you're not, is not supposed to be in you. When the Lord carries you, he sheds them away. He takes them away and gives you what he has proposed for you. What he has designed for you. What he has kept for you. All his blessings. Cry unto him. Lord, carry me. Carry me, O Lord. Carry me, Lord. Father, carry me. Lord, carry me. Carry me. Carry me, O Lord. I have tried it on my own. It did not work. Lord, carry me. Thank you because it's you that have said it. Lord, just carry me. Carry me, O God. Carry me. Carry me. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We're going to pray. Father, please deliver me. Touch me. Purify me and heal me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, deliver me. Lord, please deliver me. Deliver me from bondage. Deliver me. Deliver me from every attack of the enemy. Lord, deliver me. Father, deliver me. Lord, I know the chains are broken. Yes, Lord, you've taken me out of it. But deliver me, oh God, deliver me. Because I know, oh Lord, the devil will not give up. But Lord, deliver me. Deliver me. Deliver me. Deliver me. Deliver me. Father, deliver me from prolonged weight. Deliver me. Deliver me. Porch me, oh God. Purify me. Heal me, oh God. Heal me. Heal me. Heal me. Heal me. Heal me, oh God. Heal me. Heal me today. Heal me. Heal me, O oh Lord. Heal me, O oh Lord. Heal me. Heal me, O oh Lord.
coming to church today, you were almost running insane, you're just feeling everything is crumbling on you, the Lord says I'm healing you, the Lord says I've healed you this moment, just go and enjoy peace, go and enjoy the peace of the Lord. said I'm taking away that pain. You are healed. You are healed in the name of Jesus. shoulder the Lord said has been taken away. seen in front of you is one massive mountain you can't progress with what you're doing in school you can't progress with that work the lord says i've given you clarity just go ahead and do your work and i've granted you speed in that
Father, we thank you. Thank you for all the healings. Thank you for the deliverance. Thank you for divine progression. Thank you, Lord, because no matter the circumstance that we are, you are set to do it for us. You will see through to it. Thank you because, Lord, we will come back here to testify of your goodness. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. Hallelujah to you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.